Dr. Ben, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Cat. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, talking smack, as always, is my co-host, Will. What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely talking smack. I have nowhere to go with there. Is that all you got? I, I got nothing tonight. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Anyway, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you drinking, bro? We got some good ones tonight. We do. Uh, first, I had a, a Kolsch um, from, I believe it was North Coast Brewing Company, with dinner. Yeah. And that was pretty tasty. And now, thanks to the legend that is uh, the skiing. The man, the myth, the legend. I am drinking a Sun King Brewery Oktoberfest German-style lager. Nice, dude. Um, yeah, Sun King's good. I love when he sends his stuff from them. Uh, I am drinking, thanks again to the man, the myth, the legend, Skeen, is a rail splitter IPA from Triton Brewing Company. And, uh, yeah, I am, I'm digging it. He says it's only about 15 minutes from his house. And thank you, sir, for sending us beer. We'll be having some good ones next few weeks. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, Dirty Bastard next I week. I promise I won't drink them all. Uh, and you know what? I'm not going to promise that. <laughs> I'll drink some of them. That's a promise you can't keep. Yeah. Well, there's beer in my fridge, so I'll probably drink it. Anyway, um, we're starting a little early tonight, but that's good, right? We have we're, people in the chat. That's yeah, good. We so we're ready to go. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. And Will is at IMO Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. You know, could you just, just somebody just rate something? I mean, we have got a rating in so long. I'm not trying to be that you know, guy. Right. But no, actually, I, there's a uh, there's a podcast mm-hmm. uh, company I listen to quite a few different podcasts from uh, Parcast, the okay. Parcast Network. Sure. And every single episode, they say, "Hey guys, do us a favor and give us five star rating." Yeah, yeah. Most podcasts say it. I say it all the time. You do. No one does. No. <laughs> but it's all right. I'm not holding it against you. Uh, thanks for listening, anyway. You know, I'm even okay if you guys create some bots and 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 do it that way. Why would they not create bots? Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, we do have timestamps in the show notes for uh, non-SWOTOR fans. We got some cool SWOTOR news this week, dude. We we have a ton of really good SWOTOR news. Yeah, and good Star Wars news. Great Star Wars news. We might have a trailer. Who knows? Um, and, you know, we have some pop culture. It'll be a good show. It's going to be a good show. It's not going to last forever, but that's going to be okay. We have we have vacation. We're on vacation this week. Vacation! Yeah, so we're going to bust this bad boy out and move on with our lives, right? Yes, I'm going to uh, go home and play some Swatchbarter. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do the same. So uh, thanks, everybody who's in the chat room. Um, I know we started a little early. Thanks for those of you who joined us a little early. Um, hopefully, everybody else will trickle in later, and we'll uh, see how it goes. By the time the usual suspects get in, we'll, we'll be the time for the trailer, so that would be good. Yeah, we don't have any. Uh, we're not doing a trailer time this week uh, just because there's not. I mean, there, there are a couple I wanted to, to play, um, so uh, keep an eye out for next week because I am going to be playing Suburbicon, right? Which is the new George Clooney directed movie written by the Coen Brothers, starring Matt Damon. Looks hilariously dark. Well, that's cool. Um, the main reason we're not doing trailer time, I think, this week is mostly because drawn attention from. Well, no, I mean, look, we're going to have to. I don't want to. I I would love to give our patrons an exclusive like breakdown of the trailer, and we might do that at some point. But I want to do a reaction deal. Not a reaction. We've watched it a bunch of times, but um, but we're gonna watch it, and uh, we'll watch it with you guys, and then yep. you can chime in, and we can have a good time. So that'd be good. Word. 
And we also have a Justice League trailer later, too. Yeah, we do. That we're going to throw in there during the usual roundup. So let's uh, let's get to SOTOR, dude. we got some stuff to cover. Let's go. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. If you will only kneel. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Skin, you're not wrong. There's only one trailer that actually mattered. But we are going to talk about uh, one and a half other ones. Yes. The half is the Swotor one, which, you know, it's what? Just 10, like, just 15 like we, seconds? Have, we have one and a half hosts here. <laughs> so, well, I guess look. it really would be more like two. I'm the one and a half. You're the half. <laughs> Do you want me to quit this early in the show? I'm big. <laughs> yeah, we got that, dude. <laughs> Anyway, I'm glad you're here, buddy. We had dinner. It's time to go. Let's talk some SWOTOR, dude. Let's do it. Um, first things first, um, I put a link in here. Uh, we usually cover community stuff in the beginning. Um, I threw in the link to Dolphy for the uh, New York uh, Comic-Con Cantina event. And um, apparently it went off really well. Uh, Timothy Zahn was there. I wish um, I could have been. Uh, me too. And, you know, we we gave our two cents... Uh, Last week about how they don't come to San Diego and I've been to a cantina in a couple of years. Yeah, and that's the truth. I'm going to send a um, strongly worded email to Moscow. You won't read it. Nope. He won't. <laughs> but I'm going to send it. We love you, Moscow. Yeah. But anyway, he's not listening. Uh, but yeah, so there was some stuff that came out of it, but most of it was announced with the roadmap before. Um, there was some talk of ops passes coming back, which is good for people who... Um, who aren't subscribers. Who are not subscribers and essentially, especially since they are getting the um, server merges going. Yes. So, you know, we want the queues to pop. We want people to be able to access that stuff. So I think that's good. Uh, the new GSF map is going to be above Ilka, which pretty I cool. think is pretty cool. And the new war zone is going to be Yavin 4. And I believe it's the Ooh. same kind of uh, play style as like Alderaan, where it's yeah. the three nodes. Uh, but I think it's going to be freaking cool, dude. Um, Very jungly. Yeah, jungly. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all the, the stuff I think that came out of the cantina. Um, I haven't been able to touch base with Elise or Zen or anybody who was actually there. Right. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to do that in the next week or so and see if we missed anything. But I would have loved to meet Timothy Zahn. I know he signed some stuff. Um, I know that event went really well and there was a lot of people there. So I'd like to dig out my old paperback copy of Heir to the Empire. Oh, yeah. God, wouldn't that be great? That would be awesome. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, reach out to us if you were there and, and we missed something and we can bring it up on the next show. It'd be awesome. Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to throw this out there too because so Teresa te- uh, tweeted us uh, earlier today and she put together this really uh, involved uh, story guide up on Reddit. And it's oh, basically really? every all the stories and like where you pick up the quests and how it progresses. Oh, interesting. It's really, really well done and really intricate. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, yeah, definitely do that, dude. I just wanted to give, um, you know, when people work really hard on a thing, Yes. Like to give them their due, and um, she worked really hard on that, and it's, it looks it's really really cool. So definitely check that out, and there's a link in the show notes to that. Um, and it was a reminder on November fourth, since we're less than a month away, um, we were going to be doing extra life. Extra life. I already got my shift covered that day, nice. so I'm stoked about that. Um, so yeah, that's at least what twelve hours of gaming with the guild. So we're definitely doing, check it out. We're doing that. We're doing it. So what you doing game this week, dude? I actually got a, a lot of game time this week, um, and I'm excited to say that I finally finished Chapter 9 of Kotet. Nice. And then I went right into Iocath. Sweet. And I ran through the Iocath story, and I even finished The Crisis on Umbara. 
You did story stuff. I'm so proud of you. I did story stuff. And uh, I'm all caught up. I'm ready for the teaser trailer we're going to be showing in a few minutes. Sweet, dude. I'm proud um, of you. Yeah, it was it was really good. I, uh, it's a good story, right? It is a good story. I I just had the hardest time beating the um, the Valence uh, spirit until I finally figured out the mechanics. I'm like, oh, all right, let me do it. Right. <laughs> and it still took me a couple of tries, but I got it done. And then, uh, and then of course the the battle with uh, Valkorian to end it was was pretty darn cool. Um, yeah, well, it's I, been a while. Like we have never since you took you forever to finish that stuff. We actually never sat and talked about it. So no, I I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I hope it doesn't mean the end of Darren to Paul. I doubt it, but it's hard to say. He's doing so many things now. He's dude. so busy now. <laughs> he's a busy guy. Um, uh, he's all over Geek and Sundry these days. Yeah. So so that was really good. I enjoyed Iocath. Um, I I've just gone through the storyline once, and I've only done it supporting one side. So I'd like to go through it again with a dark side character supporting the other side and right. and trying that. And I, I'd, li- I'd like to see how my daily grind of it would work. Okay. Because um, it's funny. I actually enjoy the daily grind of Oricon better than I did the story. Yeah. The dailies are fine on Oricon. I still prefer, like, I think it's probably just because I did, you know, uh, Black Hole and those things so, so many times. Like, I have a very, the routine is just down. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. So I don't have to I don't have to worry about any of that stuff, which yeah. is good. Um yeah, so I did that. Um I finally got my Wampa to level fifty, my first level Aww, fifty companion. So proud of you. Uh so now I'm working on the uh the uh Ethorian um Jedi companion. Nice. Um he's at thirty one right now. Nice dude. Actually I've got like six. How are you doing it? Are you just giving him gifts or Yeah, just through gifts. Okay. Just through gifts I'm running dailies, I open up the, the yeah. things and and yeah, so that that's the the only way to do it. Except for I finally got the Wampa up. I just went on and bought ten legendary gifts on the thing because I was just like, I gotta get one to fifty. Yeah, totally. So, so I usually that. just buy the lower level ones, um, and then you know I'll buy a bunch of level five ones and just spam it. Yeah, and then I also uh, finally put. Um, I have like five or six companions at fifty though. I hate you. Um, I finally put uh, augments in my um, my relay and my uh, two artifacts. Oh, nice! Good. So, uh, so those are done. So, yeah, and I and I got the greaves. So I'm only one. I'm my chess piece away from getting my full set. Kick ass, dude! You're you're really doing it now. I I'm feel like you're finally um, catching up with the rest of us from two years ago. <laughs> uh, what did I do in this uh, this week? I missed walk. Sadly, it was homecoming week at the high school, and oh my god, dude. By the time I was about to sit down at my computer on Friday night, WOG had just about started. And I'm just like, guys, I just don't think I'm going to make it. I just, it yeah, was just too much the, of a deal. I saw on the, the Twitter chat between you guys saying, okay, it's 80% now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> it was just deteriorating. I was like, I'm going to make it. No, I'm not. I might. No, I'm not. So it was very sad. But um, it went well. Uh, They ran, they ran, um, what they ran? They ran uh, Tithe. Um, they ran the new op. And I think okay. it went really well. So um, I'm, I'm happy about that. I'll be there this week. Can't wait. Nice. Um, I've been just CXP grinding, uh, basically doing dailies. And um, base- And I've also been doing the the Embargo Flashpoint, too, uh, trying to uh, get the tokens to get my train. Yeah, I've run that. That's going to take me forever, <laughs> unless I unless I group up and do veteran or something. But. Well, I've, I've run through 12. You need 60 tokens, right? And I'm yeah. at four. Yeah. So I think I have like 15 or 16. Yeah, so it's going to take like a while. And I've only run through it once. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, I ran through it a few times. I have 
over a dozen, but it's just going to take forever. Well, now that the uh, the stronghold max is uh, lifted to ten, I can go ahead and try for it. Indeed. All right, man. So let's get to the new stuff. Uh, the servers went down on Tuesday, yes, they did. and uh, to put game update five point five up, and we're going to talk about the patch notes here in a mo mint. <laughs> I was just going to leave it at a mo, but I didn't want to deal with your crap. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. But anyway, so the um, there was a some. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh. The major issue that came with the thing I didn't like about five, I was really hoping they didn't fix this. Although there is a double XP and a double CXP week uh, going on right now, uh, the Uber dailies are gone yeah, they and them. they're back to their original values, which is super sad for me. I'll be okay. Uh, they listed the scheduled maintenances for the next three months, basically for the rest of the year. Um, and so for October, it's to the October 10th, which we already have is 5.5, October 24th. Uh, they're going to prepare for United Forces, right. um, which is a big one, obviously. And uh, in November, we're getting uh, the first is tentative maintenance if they need to. Uh, November 8th is 5.5.1 United Forces. And then on the 28th of November is going to be game update 5.6. What I'm really happy about that they're doing is that even if that gets delayed. Um, yeah, I miss, I miss Uber dailies too, too little. Trust me. It's just not the same. Uh, but what I like is that they're implementing 5.6 in November. Right. And so if they, even if they do get delayed, they're not all going to go on vacation and leave all the issues that might come with it. Exactly. So I'm stoked about that. Yeah. It's not like they're releasing at the end of the first week of December or something. Right. And they have a maintenance schedule for the 12th of December, 5.6.1. Exactly. And then back in maintenance on the 19th. So it's nice to know when the servers are going to be down for, uh, for the month, uh, way ahead of time. So. Yeah. And I imagine there'll be some delays here and there, but I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. And uh, everything hopefully goes off well. And all the server merges go well, and everybody's finally happy with better than cross-server, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, with all the, the behind-the-scenes hardware changes they're making, there is a lot of opportunity for possible bugs um, that won't happen until things go live. So please, right. please be patient. They're changing a lot of stuff. Yeah, totally. And just be cool with them because, you know, they're trying hard to make this game great for us. Yeah. And so, you know, seriously, be patient. Wait till I get to the controversy. Yeah, don't be a douche. <laughs> There's some controversy this week, dude. I don't even know if you heard about this. It's going to be great. I have not. Um, but before we do that, um, released with, uh, I think, during New York Comic Con was the Trader Among the Chiss teaser, which we're going to watch right now. Let's watch it. Why do I have no sound? Good timing, Commander. Right? So, uh, obviously, they got some help, some collaboration uh, from Timothy Zahn yeah. uh, for that story, and it is going to be a uh, cool new Flashpoint, which I'm excited. Yeah, I want to know uh, where uh, uh, Darren found the time to hit the barber. I don't know, man, but here's the deal. Uh, well, we didn't. I don't know if we want to give too many uh, spoilers away, but I mean, the trailer kind of did anyway. Uh, but anyway, the point is, is we all need to go to the barbershop sometime. That's your answer. Okay. Does that mean you're finally going to create a character that's not chiss with dreads? Well, that's not good. Let's not get ahead <laughs> of ourselves. <laughs> now you're just being silly. All right. Um, so, yeah, that looks cool, man. I'm I'm actually really excited about uh, about about all this, the new story. It's it's actually really I like that they're doing it in Flashpoints. And I like that um, it's, it's it's compelling. It's it's pretty cool. It is compelling. Um, uh, especially I, if Timothy Zahn's involved. <laughs> I dare your next tune to be a Cathar. I don't even... I refuse to unlock the Cathar. And that goes back to my EQ2 days, dude. 
And that's because the, the, the tune that I proposed to Kate on through EverQuest 2 was a cat person in EverQuest 2. So I'm not going to do it. His name was Raju. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that was a lot of info. Here we go. All right. So we talked, we walked through that. Let's take a look at the patch notes real quick. We're not going to go through them all, obviously, as we never do. Don't give me that look. Um, but anyway, like I, I said, look. double rewards are back. Uh, double, double experience, command XP, nice. um, through, uh, the 17th. Uh, starting now, by the time you hear this, it'll be just about over, but it's all good. Cartel market. The interface is improved, and I did take a look at it today. It's actually kind of nice. Um, I haven't been in the cartel market since the FD, but I do like the new interface in the inventory screen. Yeah, that's good too. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, UI, uh, changes, which I think are for the better. The cartel market interface I took a look at earlier today, it's actually kind of nice. And starting with shipment 10, each pack open increased the chance of receiving a platinum item, which is pretty cool. Ooh. Um, which I like that change as well. Um, let's see. What else? Let's look in general. Are you looking at this? You're not looking at this. No, I'm reading off yours. Okay. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Um, in preparation for United Forces, the stronghold cap is increased to 10, as Woo-hoo. we talked about earlier. Um, and along with that, there's only going to be five servers shown on your screen when you log in. Right. And so if your server's not shown or you're trying to get to a server that you haven't logged into in a while, you just got to scroll. Um, and then get to it. No big deal. Yeah. Everybody knows how to scroll. Uh, stronghold completion bonus for conquest now totaled from all active strongholds and it stays at 150. So especially once the merge comes, if you had a stronghold on another one that was decorated and you get together, uh, and, and they merge them. Then you'll get your 150 and you won't have to stress about, about that, which is good. Right, Cause yeah. I know there was some beef about that for a while. Um, I like this too. Taxi points were added for Yavin 4 and Tatooine strongholds, which is, which is pretty cool. And they finally fixed your intro cinematic. <laughs> yes, they did. And I noticed that. And also when I logged in, I didn't have to, uh, re, re, respect my utility points. Yeah. And that was another change they did, but I, I kind of like that Yavin 4. That's one of the reasons I don't use Tatooine is it kind of takes too long to run across. So have, adding the taxi points to get, to make travel across the stronghold itself easier, I think it's better. Um, so, okay, so put it, there's a taxi, taxi point. point, so you can go from one side of the stronghold to the other? Essentially, yeah. What's the problem with that? Um, I get it, it's a big stronghold, but that's pretty funny. Um, enlighten me. Why is it funny? Do you think people should have to run across an entire stronghold? No, I'm just saying you need this. <laughs> I think it's just, like, speaking story-wise and RP-wise, you need a taxi to get from one side of your house to the other well think about it think about it this way okay let's say you have one of those big sprawling mansions in the hills right right and then you get your servant guide to put you on the golf cart to get you from one side to the other same i live in an rv man yeah my house is like <laughs> tiny yeah a few steps anyway it's not the smurf house but it's pretty small no 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 it's definitely not that small but it's small um so Let's see. They fixed some other bugs. What else do we want to pick out of here? Uh, completing a daily bonus activity now grants 200 bonus alignment, which is kind of cool. That's up from 150. Um, and the pop-ups for dark versus light are going to indicate the status of war now appears every 90 minutes up from 30. Um, and it's the victory state is actually going to last 18 hours up from one hour. I think that's a huge jump. That is a huge jump. And I think that play, that helps the people that don't play long hours each day true because you know you could you know if you're just logging in once a day there's a good shot you're going to be able to get in on that time whereas opposed to if you're logging in once a day for an hour and a half the chance of you hitting that hour are not good and this also increases uh 
the chance to mobilize your people together to get those dark versus light um bosses and stuff that right, pop yeah, up cause, randomly cause you can organize aren't online you yeah. can actually you know if you have a, a twit group you can mm-hmm. actually you know get more and get everybody online it's hard to get that in the, and then and then get the win within the hour exactly so that's good i like that um Word. new achievements have been added for gaining uh command rank 300 with each class nice which can't don't know why that wasn't there in the first place but whatever well, it's because we're not keith <sighs> we can't be all we all there's only one keith bro we're and we're not him my name's not Keith. I can't have another Keith title for a show. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you see what I named last I week's show? Okay. Anyway. Uh, new achievements have been added for killing other players on IOCath while in other forms, like piling the walker, etc., which right. is good. And commanding legacy perk has been modified to allow a player to get to 25 CXP bonus for each mirrored base um, in their legacy at command rank 300. Um, and it stacks up to 100%. Example, Sith Warrior and Jedi Knight are both at Command Rank 300, only count once. That was changed, and we'll get to that in the discussion topic. Okay. Well, changed. Well, it, there's some beef in the community, obviously. And oh, Shock. If you jump down the forum on that one, I, I think this one's justified, because the way they worried it before was not that way. But uh, but we'll get to it in a minute. Okay. Um, class in combat, uh, like you said, utility points no longer reset. And um, creature companions that use the ability power swipe will no longer interrupt enemies that have boss immunity. I don't know what that means, but here we are. Well, somebody like the Wampa, which has a power swipe. Oh, yeah. You know, they, that was interrupting uh, boss immunity when it shouldn't. Have. That makes sense. And, um, oh, I didn't even know this was happening. Corrected a combat log issue for when someone died, it would sometimes display as revived. <laughs> That's interesting. I can see that being a problem. Okay. So I'm going to skip all of the class changes, yeah, you are. which I always do. Um, so <laughs> definitely check that out. If you are into class changes, you already know what's happening. There's a lot of nerfs, um, a lot of adjustments that they've been working on, and they told us about ahead of time anyway. And the other big thing is the changes for Galactic Star Starfighter happened. Lots of changes. And I thought like, oh, they're going to do some stuff. It was no, a they like respect everything. It was top to bottom. They buffed the uh, uh, Strike Fighter. They they um they made adjustments, tweaks to everything. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it's really entertaining. And I actually want to jump in there and see how it goes. But um, you can definitely check that out in the patch notes. There's a link in the show notes. But it's pages of it. It Cru- is pages. everything, even the crew. They changed the crew stuff, systems, um, the the way the shields are working, um, all kinds of things. So it's really really extensive. So definitely worth checking out, especially if you're if you're a starfighter person. Absolutely. Right. So Chuck. Yeah, Chuck for sure. Uh, so items and economy. Um, I don't know if I want to go through much of this, to be honest with you. Um, but a companion customization vendor has been added to the Cartel Bazaar. I like this. You know, on both fleets, which is cool. And this vendor sells opposing faction cus- companion customizations. So, for example, the Republic vendor will sell customizations for VAT. Yeah, I don't know why they had... Well, I mean, especially when they created the Alliance. I mean, because obviously, if you're a pub and all of a sudden you have Kaleo, you can't alter her at all. Especially if you don't like her new burned face sort of thing. Right, and that's the issue. And so that's... Since we were the alliance now, they had exactly. to make those you changes. You had to make so. it where you could get the, the other, the cross-faction ones. Yeah, so I think it's cool. Um, what else do we have here? Um, command create spl- slot, which previously had a chance to only roll schematics, has been changed, like we talked about the other day. Um, the slot now has a chance to uh, reward schematics, command XP boost, command XP consumables, grand chance cubes, and auto modifications from um, galactic command gear. The chance of this slot appearing in a command create has been greatly improved. So... You're going to get more than just schematics, usual crap. Right, right. Yeah. which 
I'm okay with the schematics right now because, like I said, I'm still trying to. Not too re- many. Well, I'm still trying to replace my, like I said, my um, my chest. Right. For my, so I need an MK3, MK4, and I just haven't had that schematic drop sure. yet, and I don't play enough ops right now to have it drop that way. So I'll for say. me, that's. A- <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> For me, that's the only way that I can get that stuff. And that's like how I got my boots and how uh-huh. I got my belt and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. um, for me, I'm okay with it, but I, I understand why they need to change it this time. Hey, man. Well, I think it's good. Um, new uh, stronghold decoration has been added for purchase and the ICAP reputation vendors, which is cool. And uh, two new Arkin com- uh, companion customizations have been added to the Dark First Light vendor. Um, one for each side. Cool. And uh, let's see. The price for purchasing temporary abilities such as portable stealth generator and vehicle controls, such as the walk on IACAT, have been reduced because that was my beat before. That was ex- like because like I like I said I just have gone through the IOCath missions once, mm-hmm. and one of the things you have to do is is beat like fifty people in the walker, right? And it takes like you have to have like six hundred, so many something. hundreds of them. Yeah, and I like I've got a couple hundred right now, but like I can't do that quest until I get more of the things. Well, plus. You have to grind to get that amount, and then, if I'm not mistaken, it's not like you get that walker forever. It's no. a one-off. Exactly. And so that's super lame. So now that it's been reduced, I don't know what it's been reduced to. I haven't well, been in to check it out. Good. Exactly. Um, all right, so we're almost done here. Mission and NPCs. Uh, anything here you want to talk about? Oh, the command uh, XP mission rewards have been corrected for Zerka, Oricon, Black Hole, Yavin 4, Section yeah, X, and Zyos. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what else? I think that's about it. Yep. Last thing, uh, War Zones. The bolster in War Zones now raises a character's item rating from 242 up from 238. Right. Which is, uh, which is good, I guess. Yeah, it's just making the bolster for the increase in gear. Some people have a problem with it, but, you know, people have a problem with everything anyway. Um, all right. So, there was one bug that came with the scrolling. Um, and it looks like what's happening is if you have, so essentially what happens is the, the scrolling, takes priority so it says uh there's a new user interface for the server select screen which only displays five servers um so you need to scroll which we talked about right. now you can use the mouse wheel to scroll through page of the cartel market and in collections oh, really? however there's an issue where if either one is open that window also takes priority for scrolling so if you have the cartel market or collections open and you preview an item uh if you mouse wheel up to zoom in the preview window it instead will do the cartel market okay, collections. I got that. I so you just have to close that window. Um and they'll I imagine they'll fix that in the next update, but um but that's happening right now. And there's an issue with some sparkly eyes. I don't know if you noticed this on the login stream screen. I've not noticed yeah, this. People said they have sparkly eyes. Well, you know, my my <laughs> skin says two forty two means we'll live for three seconds longer. <laughs> three seconds you can almost quarter kill one guy, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> not, not if you're a sniper. Well, and not if you're me. I'm a tank. I don't kill anybody. Yeah. Uh, so sparkly eyes. Yeah, I. You know, my. I think it's on the login screen. I guess you're. Well, my rig is so. Yeah. Not friendly, so it's a. Uh, um. Yeah, I wouldn't even recognize because I would still be on the splash screen. All right. So let's get to the beef. Ready? Yeah, I want to hear the beef. A little bit of drama. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Indeed. So this. Okay. So as I said a second ago. Uh. And here's what happened. So as we were talking about the roadmap, they said, okay, we're going to put in this new legacy perk. You get 25% increase uh, if you get a, a, you can buy it if you get a tune to 300. Right. CXP. But you have to buy the first 25. You buy the first one. And then what they said is other tunes you get to 300 will increase that up to 100%. Right. Okay. Well, they didn't say. The mirrors don't count. No. It turned out that. 
Well, people felt like they were being deceived. Okay, because this is what happened. Okay. I uh, Eric says, I verified with the team that the current invocation is intended, but I'm seeing some confusion around the perk. So let me explain how it works. Every time you hit Command Rank 300 in one of the mirrored classes, uh, base class, you get a 25% base um, value for CXP. Since there are four sets of mirrors, you can gain four stacks of this buff up to 100. Uh, 100%. So the issue is, is that if you love the gameplay of the Sith Warrior, and you had heard them say, oh, like let's say you have three Sith Warriors at 300. Gotcha. You do not have 75%. Right. You have 25%. And that's pissing people off. Like, I'm really secretly hoping, really hope, really, really, really hope that they change this. Because if you dive into this thread, like, because they never one time, and I watched the stream, I I saw their rhetoric. They never one time said it that it was going to be class or mirror specific. Right. I think somebody missed the boat. The programmers weren't speaking to the to the uh, um, to Musco and them, and it's it's a it's a big issue. So, well, I think that's why they have the max at a hundred percent because that's the max you can do. Right. So somebody didn't tell Musco or whoever the programmers didn't tell them that they were implementing it this way, and so they said, "Oh yeah, so if you have three tunes." At 300, then you get 75%. But they never said, like, it can't, it can't, it can't all be Sith Warriors. You have to have one of each class. Yeah. And I mean, I understand, I understand the way that they're doing it. I just wish they'd been more proactive in the way that they explained. Well, and that's the beef people have. You lied to us. And I don't think they lied. I think they just miscommunicated. No, miscommunication. But also, I'm with too little. It's not that bad because I'm still working on my first tune to 300. I have no other tune that's even kind of close. Because we're not all key. <laughs> Well, again, we're not Keith, but the problem is, dude, some people are. Some people like Mox has multiple 300s oh, and absolutely. these guys have multiple 300s. I, I'm, I'm cool with that. But again, if you really into one class and you decide to have eight Sith Warriors at 300, that's awesome. But, or, or but half Sith Warriors do, and half Knights, it's still going to not. Yeah. If they can do know. it, what they should do is make, make it retroactive. Just go ahead and give it to 100% people that have it for regardless of whatever now. Once you get past it, I mean, once right. we're past this date, no. No, I'm with you. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see how this shakes out. I think they're going to, um, I don't know if they're going to change it, but or if they even can change it, uh, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because we, we're not programmers. We no, well, clearly. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be doing something else. Um, yeah, no, uh, we're definitely excited for Ready Player One. We talked about it, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I'm teaching it right now to my students. Yeah, a few more months. Yeah. So thanks for everybody who's in the chat room. We are going to switch over to uh, Star Wars, right? Uh, well, is there something you want to bring up in Podcast Corner? <laughs> Your stupid face right now. I don't even want to give you that satisfaction. Okay, so and so you give me you give me so much flack for you got me into Sans Pants, and now that's pretty much all I listen to. And you're like, oh, you 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 know, you're all about Sans Pants, and then you've been saying, okay, listen to this podcast, and then I started listening to it. Yeah, you did. And now you want me to talk about it. No, I'm just, I want you to say that you like it. I do. I enjoy it. It's good. And I'm more excited. Okay, look, I'm not going to bury the lead. I've been listening to lore after last week when we watched the trailer for the Amazon TV show Which that they're making out, out of it. Comes out tomorrow. Hopefully I'll have them all. Or tonight at midnight, I hope. Yeah, I'll have I them all. I might be staying up late. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll have them all done. Um, I'll listen to by then, by the time I watch the show. And um, yeah, it's going to be great. It's really cool. It's it's history and um, supernatural. And um, it's really, really a neat podcast and i like podcasts like that i just don't 
Look, I have sixty something podcasts on my no, feed. I to- no, I totally, <laughs> no, I totally understand. It. Anyway, I just, I love the production value, and I knew you would, you would like that sort of. Yeah, no, I really like, I like history, but I also really like. Uh, Sans Pants does a show like that, actually. Right. Um, Jackson Bailey does Jackson Bailey Spooks America, oh, where okay. they, where they, it's a, it's a patron exclusive. So what they do is they sit around, and they talk about some, like they go more in depth and get silly about it. Right. But they'll try to speculate on why what's her name was put in the tree and stuff like that. That was one episode. Okay. Remember the one girl that was found in the tree? Um, I don't remember her name. But anyway, long and short of it is podcast corner lore. Check it out. Um, starting tomorrow. Well, by the time you hear this, um, yeah, on Amazon. Yeah, Aaron Mankey uh, teamed up with Amazon, and yep. he is doing a really cool. And the executive producer is from uh, Walking uh, Dead. Walking Dead, yep. and the showrunner is from uh, The X Files. Yeah. So it's, I think it's going to be really well done. It's everything from, you know, cemeteries to insane asylums to, you know, Native American, um, you know, okay, how, myths and stuff like that. How really good cool. was that one about the tunnel being built in Pennsylvania? Um, that one, the, the second episode? Yes. Gross. Like that one gave me the chills, dude. So good though. That was really good. The, okay. If this, you can get through that second episode without listening to the rest, I don't know. Okay. There's a, uh, um, this little personal information, but, um, there's actually a haunted mansion. That my family built. Hmm. It's in it's in St. Paul, Minnesota. So those of you in the Midwest, you ever get it's called the Griggs Mansion, and it's rated as one of the ten most haunted buildings in all of Minnesota. Huh. And it's huge, and it's got like twelve different ghosts in it, from what I hear and everything. So I'm kind of hoping that they eventually do that, or uh, if uh, Jessica Chobot's show about ghosts go, to, that would be cool. Yeah, cool. I'm in. All right, so on Star Wars? Yeah, let's get to Star Wars uh, so we can start talking about this trailer. That's what everybody's in the chat room for. So when we watch the trailer in a couple minutes here, uh, let us know what you think, and we'll throw it in there. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. All right. So let's uh, let's lead up to this, dude. So uh, they decided to do it uh, during Monday Night Football. Yes, they did. And ESPN actually used a Star Wars crawl to promote Monday Night Football. I didn't get to watch. I don't have TV anymore. So I, didn't, I wasn't watching Monday Night Football when it happened, but I did see the announcement it was going to happen. Yeah, it's um, one of the perks of uh, corporate synergy. Yeah. So we uh, basically, I have the link in the show notes to that. I thought that was pretty cool. And um, there is an interview that I haven't had a chance to watch it, so maybe we'll watch it um, and then talk about it next week. It was Sounds like good. it was like fifteen minutes or so, but it's with Daisy Ridley. Uh, apparently, she raps, talks, <laughs> demonstrates a lightsaber, um, but she just looks she's so adorable. She is. I would so watch it just to watch her rap. Yeah. No. I mean, it's the, I have the link in the show notes, but what we'll do is maybe we'll do that part of our trailer time next week. Okay. Uh, but I thought that was really cool, so I threw that in there just in case I had a chance to watch it, which I didn't. And um. So let's get uh, to the fun. The trailer dropped. Yes, it did. And it was pretty epic. So if, epic. You, if you're one of those people, if you're in the chat room right now, you're, you're probably not one of these people. But if, there's a lot of folks, because um, I think uh, even James Gunn came out and said, was it Gunn? No. Ryan Johnson, right? The guy who directed it. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Johnson said, uh, avoid the, well, I don't know why I said James Gunn, that's Guardians. But um, Ryan Johnson said, if you don't want to he clarified later he said there wasn't necessarily spoilers in the trailer but what he did say was that if you don't if you want to go into the movie cold cold don't watch his trailer 
Right. Does that make yeah, sense? Absolutely. It, he was it, it. It kind of got interpreted because, as don't watch it because there's spoilers. No, in but it. there's so much you can infer from it. Oh yeah. And people are going to be doing. They're going to be doing this for the next two months, which is great. And we're almost exactly two months away. By the time you listen to this, so it'll be two, two months, months away. away. Sweet. All right. So I'm going to prep this. Get ready for the trailer. All right. And again, if uh, oh, you have not watched the trailer. Oh, well, you're in for a treat then. Here we go. Everybody ready? There it is. All right. Well, I'm going to leave. I'll leave that up there like that for now while we talk about this. Uh, holy crap. So first of all, are the ports just uh, space penguins? They have, they have little so. flippers. They have little feathers, though. Although I will say I was I was watching. Don't I, penguins kind of feathers? I don't know. Anyways, we don't we don't know enough about penguins. We don't. Move on. Anyways, uh, one of the times I was watching it, one of the multiple times I was watching it this week, I was watching with our, our friend Michaela. Yeah. And as soon as the pork popped up, she goes, "I want one." <laughs> well, porks aside, all right. So let's. So what I did was I um I I wrote some stuff down, and uh, I just sorry, my bad. It does look like they're going to kill Leia, um, but there's another story in here I have for later that we'll just kind of talk about at the same time real quick about, obviously, episode nine had larger plans for Leia. She was supposed to do, you know, um, we'll dive into that a little bit more later, but they had to figure out something after the fact. You know, and actually, once I I, I heard, I mean, I'd heard that anyways, but um, after watching this trailer and the fact that it looks like they might kill her off. That might, in my mind, that might be the issue that Trevorrow was having. Mm-hmm. That because he was going to have to rewrite a major part of the story. Right. Maybe he just he wasn't he didn't know where to go with it. Maybe. And yeah. that might be why they had to get rid of it. it may, might not have been anything to do with with uh, his his ability or anything like that. He just he couldn't figure out a way to make the story work. Interesting. Yeah. No. And Skinny, we're about to get to that. There is a lot of intentional misleading. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there. I mean, the especially at the end, which we'll get to in a little bit, but. Uh, First of all, I, I, I started at the top. I said, who's Snoke talking to? In my head, it's the same. That first thing that he's saying, he's saying to her before you see her do like the Matrix fallback kind of thing towards the end. You know how she's kind of being peeled away by his power. Right. You see that at the end there? Um, I think that's all. I think that is a part of a conversation he's having with her is, is how I Could interpret be, yeah. it. And, and we already know. That's the thing is it was- any of the voiceover in any of these move, any of this trailer, yeah, you don't know who's speaking to who, right? I mean, you know who's speaking, you don't know who they're speaking to, right? And I and I think I like to think, no, I'm going to say right now, I think I think, and going into this too, and we didn't say it ahead of time, but I intentionally have not listened to anybody else talk about this. I like to talk about this with you first, then I'll listen to all the stuff, then I'll edit the show or whatever. But um, there's a lot of theories out there. There's only one thing that I saw on the internet, and actually you can see it with his with his metal hand when he reaches for it. You can see there's a hole in it. Remember when he got shot right. in uh, Return of the Jedi? Yes. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. And that's when he pulls the glove on. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think Snoke's talking to Rey. I think he's trying to entice her to the dark side. Maybe something happened with Kylo in between them, or he's trying to take her on instead of him. Maybe he's starting to shift or becoming weak in some uh, in some way shape or form so uh i like to think that he's talking to ray yeah um i have watched a couple of things that people have said most, mm-hmm. uh, really just two one is uh what mojo from youtube and um uh the nerdist news mm-hmm. um so some of these thoughts are going to be mine and some are just you know re re talkings of theirs but one thing that one of them mentioned was um that if you look at the editing between the so so 
so-called conversation between Ray and um, Kylo at the end. Right. There's fire behind Kylo. It's dark behind Ray. It's right. It's a totally different scene. Yeah, it's a totally different scene. Yeah. So stuff like that. Um, I think the hand. I think Kylo reaching out. I just thought about this right now. I think I, I like to think there's going to be a scene between him and Leia at some point. Oh, absolutely. And maybe that's kind of that moment. It, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Also, um, if you notice, um, in that scene, he has a scar. Mm-hmm. But in the scenes later, in the other scenes where he's in the ship, he has the cybernetic implant in the scar. Right. So that's obviously before and after. So you know the time frame is off there. Totally. But also that's another thing is he's got cybernetic implants now. So it's getting him to be more like. More Vader-like, yeah. Um, um, any ideas why he abandons the helmet, I wonder? I wonder if there's some falling out between him and Snoke. And maybe that was, you know what I mean? Like, he destroys his own helmet. Like, and you see he's not helmeted. He doesn't have the helmet on in that moment where we where he's shooting, going to shoot Leia. Um and so, I don't know, at some point he abandons the helmet. Maybe he's not all the way dark. Maybe he, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm wondering. Uh, we, we already knew he was, like, kind of a waffling. Waffler. At the end of the, the last movie. Yeah. But, um, you know, it could just be he doesn't absolutely need the helmet to survive like Vader does. Right. So, maybe just when he's flying, he likes to fly with that helmet. That's a good point. But why destroy it, though? Well, he's ob- he has he's a temper tantrum. While, he's holding it while he's punching something. Yeah, but he also, but he looks like he's punching a wall to me. Doesn't mean the helmet. I mean, if your helmet falls apart with a punch to a wall, that's pretty bad. He's he's a force user. I, I I'm just saying, bro. I think he. I, I'm just thinking he might not be destroying the helmet. Well, I think he's destroying the helmet. I think you're reading too much into it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so I uh, there's some speculation out there, obviously, that Kylo is going to go to the light side. I think that's BS. No. I think he's there's no chance of him going to light. Um, I think that if he is going to go to light, it won't be until the end of the next movie. Exactly, and I also and I also like to think that. Maybe at some point he is going to try to entice Ray to the dark, but maybe they're going to try to meet in the middle somewhere. I don't know. Well, this could be the whole concept of the Grey Jedi. Grey Jedi, exactly. Um, so speaking of Ray, uh, I love the line where she says um, that she's awake. Well, like, something has been awake. Some, something is, you know, something is. Uh, um, and so I, I'm wondering who she's talking to in that scene. Honestly, like, is she is right. she telling this to Luke? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and see, who I, is she asking for help from? Obviously, it's I don't think it's Kylo for sure. It's not Kylo. I think she's asking Luke. I think this is going to be very early on in the movie where she's like, I need help. Something yeah. is awake in, inside me. I need help from somebody. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I think it's that the, the way we're going to get to the Great Jedi is going to be partially with Luke explaining like what the wills are. Yeah. Um, what he's learned about the wills. Because obviously, we've seen the, the books with the wills emblem on, on his bookshelf. Right. Um, we also saw a cave, uh, a the, cave too. The cave thing, yeah. Well, like, like in, like in Empire, where he goes into the cave yes. to fight. You know, yeah. she dives in. I think that's the. I yeah. think um, it's going to be that Kylo comes to the realization that everything he wants isn't going to be given to him from the dark side, and then Ray understands that everything she wants isn't going to come from the light side. So I think they, you might see them team up. Yeah, but it's going to be in the gray area, like we're talking and. That was kind of one of my favorite parts of some of the EU stuff is when, um, you know, the solo kids were fighting side by side. Yeah. Like those are some of the moments that are, that always stood out to me. And it'd be kind of cool to see them not, oh God, to borrow like from Swartor, like an alliance, like between the two, like they come together to fight Snoke maybe. But because I, I like to think that like Vader, 
maybe, uh, or like Anakin figured out at the, you know, obviously at the end of Return of the Jedi, that obviously, you know, the Emperor was just using him and all this stuff and manipulated him all these years yes. and finally resisted. Maybe Kylo comes to this realization and he turns to Rey. I don't know. It could cool. be, and it would be nice to see somebody redeemed before they die. Yeah. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Like, see him go on at least one quest. Yeah, or, <laughs> I mean, one thing we also don't see is we actually, I mean, except for the fall of Anakin, mm -hmm. we don't see, like we did in the EU, the light side people turning dark, like Jason Solo. Right. Even Luke, who decides to go undercover to the clone emperor right and he turns dark and it's leia that brings him back it's like we don't see that stuff in the film universe right before i forget um uh, one of my favorite shots is the you know the cyber luke's cybernetic hand yep like obviously a building came down around him and yes. i think that's probably you know kylo probably brought something down around him he right. survives comes out probably and sees the, the yeah and sees his whatever he built burning i thought that was a really and that's cool shot we're finally gonna get his hand on his hand on r2 and just be like oh my god dude all right, so my I, I I'm just gonna list off what my five favorite things about the trailer were. Okay. Um, Hamill is the effing man. Oh, so good. Dude. He was so much intensity in that. Like scene. his look when the when the ground pops, he's like, yes, he's like, <laughs> uh, what the f? <laughs> um, the whole dynamic between Kylo and Leia, I think it's that's very gonna cool. be good. Um, the the dynamic between Kylo and Ray, but I loved the fight between Finn and Plasma. Phasma. Did said, I say plasma? You said I meant, plasma. I meant phasma. But to um, be fair, there's plasma involved. Good point in this universe. Um, but I uh, I dug that scene because I don't think Finn has gone back to the first order. I think he's on an undercover spy mission. Oh, I think so too. I and I, I wrote that in my notes too. I think Finn is very much like um, when he's walking, being shackled. It reminded me of Han being shackled before he gets yes. put into carbonite. Yes, and and you know behind enemy lines. You know, he's going to get led and, and maybe he does get tortured or something after that or something like that. Or he's found out because he's trying to reinfiltrate or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, Too Little brings up a good point that Disney wouldn't want to do a great Jedi. But I think this might be part of the thing of them bringing Iger in like we talked about last week and mm -hmm. thinking okay on that. And I think they, I think Disney would approve it as long as it they, they renamed it. Like, I'm not going to say it's going to be a great Jedi, but it could be a... Padawan of the Wills or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. They're not going to say Great Jedi, I don't no, think. Yeah. right, exactly. But I think she's, I, I think that dive into the water, he's down there, she, you know, overcame whatever trial that is, found the books, does some research, probably, right. and finds out, just like he did, that there's more to the Force maybe than they think, and maybe there's another path, which is what Luke's on. It's yeah, another guess. thing is, uh, Jessica Chobot mentioned this in, in Nerdist News, is that actually, and I haven't seen this anywhere else, but again, I haven't really done a deep dive into news about the film um like into rumors yeah but definitely there's words that that uh, ray is going to come upon a life tree like a force tree oh and that could be the tree that pose parents the poe one yeah yeah so yeah. I, I hope they because that's something that i loved from the shattered empire comic mm -hmm. that i wish they bring into the to the universe well i think eventually they might want to bring in some of this stuff from the the comics i well, mean they have to yeah. i mean i'm i'm woefully behind on the comic stuff but um but there was some cool stuff. I mean, I know there's some controversy about, you know, when characters meet each other and stuff right. like that. But, you know, pull some stuff in like that. Like, connect, make that connection with Poe's family and exactly. stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, the last thing that I love from this thing, and actually, I called it an ice fox. You call it a frost coyote. Frost coyote. From what I'm seeing online, evidently, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a crystalline fox. Oh, it looks like a Pokemon. It does look like a Pokemon. So the Porgs do, too, to be fair. True. Um, I think the the porgs are what they're trying to market. Yeah, 
I think for adults, the fox is what's going to be the cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be badass, dude. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. I don't know what their role is. They look like they're running from something. Absolutely. I mean, it could just be a minor uh, uh, being, but yeah. I'm kind of hoping they end up doing a Funko of it or something. Yeah, that'd be cool, dude. Um, the last thing, well, the last couple things I want to talk about too is obviously Finn versus Phasma. There's that is, I like that that conflict is still there. Obviously, Finn is resent, has res- serious resentment towards Phasma. Phasma was the, basically the person in charge of all the conditioning for yeah. the stormtroopers, at least for his unit. I'm hoping that his division. at the beginning of the fight, she refers to him by her, his stormtrooper number, the yeah. FN2187, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then he says, my name is Finn. Yeah. And then they go into the... <laughs> my name is Finn, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, but yeah, I like that they're fighting. I like I like her weapon. I think that's badass. Yes. Um, I think that's going to be a cool fight. I kind of want... I want her helmet to come off at some point. Oh, absolutely. You know? Um, because she's... Especially since she made such a big point of him taking it off in the first movie. Yeah. I want it to come off. At but some she's point such a great, time. she's such a cool actress. She is. And, and a really, uh, has a really unique look. I really like to see that happen. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. I want it to like come off during battle or something. Exactly. Like he hits it with the, with the. That's what I'm hoping is the next part of the scene that we have up there is like yes. he knocks it off and then, you know, she's pissed, she's bleeding and then they fight and be badass. Exactly. Um, Snoke's power was the last thing that I put in there. And I think, um, going back to what I was saying earlier, uh, the conversation I think is to Ray, but, you know, he's going to try to do what the Emperor did with uh, Luke and manipulate him, say, you know, take your place by my side. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Like, here's all the reasons why you need to do it. I've never seen someone, like, you know, really stroke her ego a little bit. Well, he, he actually, Maybe I she's he, waffling a little bit. He used the term fulfill your destiny. Yeah. Which is exactly what the Emperor said to Luke. Right. So that aside, um, she's, you see that scene where you actually see him in the flesh he's pushing his hand out yes. and then it goes to her being blown back yeah I, I don't know it, i don't know if that's slow motion or if she's just in so much pain that her body's curling in on it. well i think it's a couple things i think she's resisting oh yeah and keeping her feet planted but he's pushing her back so it's almost like a matrix bend kind of thing cool and so she's like i didn't think it, about that where he's trying to force throw her and right she's like and so she's strong. resisting that's what i'm saying that that's, would be that would be yeah. cool see i interpreted it as that as like she's keeping her feet on the ground she's being pushed back but then she's gonna pop back and and fight back so i think that's cool uh skeen just mentioned something about phasma's armor that i think is really cool he said Ooh. that her armor has deep meaning to her so I'm guessing from the book or the comic, he's found out that uh, that she made the armor herself. Oh, nice. Okay. So if her helmet gets knocked off, that's a big slight. And my guess is probably Finn knows that. Oh, that would be awesome. And that'd be a cool uh, part of the story, too. Um, all right, man. So ice foxes and, and stuff aside, anything else that um, that you think from the trailer? I cannot wait. No, I'm, I'm no, amped. I am so amped. Uh, there was one other thing that I was going to bring up. Uh, oh, uh, it looks to me that um, we did. Did we talk about the Leia thing? Him killing Leia? Not yeah. really. Well, no, we kind of touched. Yeah, on that. um, the, it's cut to make it look like he's about to shoot her. You know, which he obviously has no problem with. No, he's already killed on. I mean, you see that, and and that and that goes to um, you know, Driver as an actor. I mean, you see it, his face. He's just like, yeah, he's torn. And so there's a moment where he's going to be behind in his ship. About to shoot something and he's torn. Whether that's Leia or not, that's something else. Um, but I think um, Poe's role, I think, is going to be 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to go out on a limb and say it's going to be minor, but I think it's going to be a little more. It's not going to be centered on him as much. No, and I, and I think he had his, um, his main focus was obviously in the first one. Yeah, but, but I, I, I do, I do think that there's going to be a major uh, uh, space battle, like in that scene. Mm-hmm. I think there is going to be a battle between uh, Poe and his uh, X-wing against. That'd be uh, sick. Uh, I would love to see yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Anything else uh, you want to talk about no, trailer-wise, dude? I'm good. Uh, so there was a poster that came out with it. I came out along with it, which I thought was really, really cool. If you haven't seen that, we have a link it's in the a very show nice notes. Poster. Um, you can get your tickets now. And apparently, well, we as can, well, we can. But if you live in those bigger cities and you have access to a theater that uses something like Fandango, for example, you can get tickets to yeah, you can get tickets uh to the movie now. Um, obviously, it slowed down Fandango as it always does, but it is what it is. Um, it didn't crash, so that's something. Yeah, well, it was big because it did crash during Force Awakens. Yeah, it did. Um, some tickets accidentally went on sale early, <laughs> which I thought was actually kind of funny. It was some random theater. Hold on, let me find it because I, I thought it was funny. Uh, it said Showcase Cinemas, a chain of movie theaters based on the East Coast, allowed users of their mobile app to purchase tickets from Star uh, for the Last Jedi ahead of the official on sale time. Um, the company sent suspended ticket sales, and there's no word if they'll cancel or refund the purchases that people made early. So I don't know. I think that's. I thought that was kind of fun. Happens. Yeah. Um, there's a really neat display though, um, in IMAX, in IMAX theaters. Um, and I'm going to put it up. I think I will put it up in the chat or in the, um, in the feed real quick because it's worth checking out. And is it? Well, because I said so. The main reason being is because if you notice, it looks like it's light and dark side. Oh, that's cool. But who's on both sides? Yeah. Luke's on both sides. That's interesting. So thoughts? Uh, I would love to see Luke go dark. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've been wanting it since uh, since Empire, but here we are. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I thought that was worth throwing over there just to see what people thought, um, and that was really what the reaction to this was. It's like, wait, if it's lar- light side and dark side, why is Luke on both sides? <laughs> so, do do do. Anywho, hope that was cool. One more thing I want to talk about as far as there's a couple things with Ryan Johnson. Um, he's done a bunch of interviews, obviously lately. Um, he talked about the policy for spoilers with, uh, <laughs> don't do them with Star Wars. But I thought this was really cool because he said a year ago, maybe even more than that, my producer, um, Ram, uh, Bergman, and I sat down with folks, uh, with the folks at Lucasfilm and said, okay, this is what we're going to reveal here and there. And this stuff we're never going to reveal until the movie comes out. Johnson revealed, we came up with a no fly list of under no circumstances is this shown or is that shown? So, and I know this happens in the movie industry, especially when it comes to this guerrilla marketing that they do with certain things. Right. And, you know, they'll put memes up on, um, yeah. on deals and stuff like that at certain strategic times and yes. revealing this bit of content here and there. But it's a, and he says, he says it's a fascinating process, something that for me, um, just having been a fan my whole life, suddenly being behind the curtain and seeing how it works and seeing how deliberate it has been really fascinating. So obviously, um, Obviously, it's not an accident. They're like, hey, let's just put this trailer out. I mean, it's all meticulously it's planned. It's all meticulously planned. But I, but I kind of love that. And I love the kind of manipulation of the fans almost because I, I being a fan, it's like we sat here for 20 minutes and talked about a, a, a two minute trailer. Yes. Um, and we are, we're probably way off on all of it. Oh, and, absolutely. and I love that we are because we're going to go in the movie and be like, what? And it's going to be, that's part of the fun. I don't exactly. know. I think that's pretty cool. Um, so Ryan Johnson also talked about Carrie Fisher's role in um in the last jedi and he says um 
do. She was one of uh, Fisher's, one of my heroes. He said this to Yahoo. She was so conscious of the place that Leia and I had, not just broadly in the culture, but very specifically in terms of girls who grew up watching Star Wars uh, when Leia was the only female hero on screen. Yep. She really wanted to do uh, do right by that, drawing the character forward. That was something that um, she would always want to be pulling ba- us back to. And he says, obviously, as for me, and for me, it was fantastic because besides all the other benefits of having a fantastic writer like Carrie there by my side while we we're making the movie, just having a voice that was like a compass needle um, that would always pull it back in the right direction. If this was the character, um, and he's quoting, this is what the character means, and this is what we always have to make sure that she's serving with her strength and also with her weaknesses showed a fully realized character is going to inspire the folks who grew up with Leia. Um, I just, I just love, he just, the way he put it, I thought that was really nice. Um, I'm worried a little bit. Uh, I'm very sad, of course, obviously, because she's not with us anymore. Um, and what they had to do for episode nine and all that, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Um, two little brings up a, a good question on how planned our, uh, Ron Howard suites and things. Mm-hmm. So planned. Mm-hmm. He's not just like, Hey, I'm gonna take this picture of the set and throw it out there. He cannot post a single thing about that movie unless he and and I bet they're like, okay, this week you're gonna post this in this tweet, do it on Tuesday, do this one on Thursday, and next month you're gonna put this up about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. Yeah, and honestly, it might not. Even, it might just be his publicist that's doing it in mm-hmm. cooperation with Lucasfilm, whatever. Totally fine too. It's totally well, understandable. Probably what's actually happening is there is a photographer on set. Yeah. Sending all these pictures to the person behind all of this and basically saying, okay, what do we want to put up? What can we tease? How does this look? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Episode nine news. Mark Hamill reveals Leia was meant to be a prominent figure in episode nine. Which uh, is, it's been the worst kept secret in the Star Wars. Yeah, which we all knew this already, but one of the things, um, uh, I like this quote. He says, uh, close all this crap. He said, you're going to really love her in The Last Jedi. Hamill told the crowd, I know they're going to try to find a way to close her story in episode nine that gives her the respect she deserves because Han Solo was more prominent in seven. Luke's a little more prominent in eight and certainly Leia was meant to be more prominent in nine. So, um, and then Boyega told, uh, come, uh, told coming soon. I think what's fantastic is it feels like it's coming back full circle. Um, I don't know about the script, the story. I know where Finn's going. I don't know where Ray is going, but definitely I feel this is the war to end all wars in this movie. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. um, yeah, man. Oh, Boyega said something else. He said, I'm interested to know how he will handle that. I'm asking so many questions that I haven't had a chance to kind of sit down and write JJ a message and say, congratulations, and I'm stoked. <laughs> That's yeah, well, funny. I mean, JJ's still doing the script, so yeah. he doesn't even know everything yet. Well, they'll get there. All right, buddy. That's it for Star Wars. Are we good on that? Yeah, we're good. Well, we'll, we'll be back in a moment. I'm going to talk to you guys. How are we doing? We'll be back in a minute. Any other thoughts before we get out of Star Wars there, kids? Nothing? Anybody buy their tickets yet? Yeah, <laughs> can't get soon enough. I hear you. Um, yeah, no, I'm waiting for my little theater to open up its ticket sales for it. I need to go down there and tell them to do that so we can start planning our party. I always have a little party over here. Nice. Yeah, I wish I had one of those theaters uh, with the big recliner seats and bring you food and beers and stuff, but we just do a little pre-drink party at my house, and then we go down there a couple hours early. My little theater. Nobody gets nobody gets there early in my in my little town. No. We usually still go at least you know an hour and a half, two hours early, but 
But nobody really, uh, most people show up late <laughs> in this town, even for a movie like that, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. No, he's not. All right. So here we go. Let's get to the last second of the show. Don't flip me off, bro. I can't imagine any kind of future where I am a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Before we get to the uh, downer stuff, uh, I'm stoked those, those shows are coming back. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Supergirl and Legends have already started, and right. tonight is... Uh, Flash is tonight, right? Flash and... Uh, Arrow? Thank you. You're welcome. What the hell? I don't know. Your brain's weird. Okay, no, let's no, go. Flash was on with Legends. Yeah, Arrow Flash, Flash and Arrow. Arrow is tonight. Yeah, Arrow's tonight. Flash and Legends were on Tuesday. Supergirl yeah. was Monday. Indeed. All right. And Riverdale was yesterday. Riverdale's tonight. Yeah. Yesterday. All yeah. right. So, you know, as we do every week, we we start off with, you know, unfortunately those that we lost, and uh, we lost Ralphie May this week. Mm. Um, a lot of people don't really recognize him too much, but um, funny comedian, a big guy. Uh, he died of a heart attack at 45. Oh, that's too bad. Um, he uh, was the second place winner in the first season of Last Comic Standing. Oh, interesting. Okay. Which is also, I mean, I believe Amy Schumer came out of Last Comic Standing, so did uh, Eliza Schlesinger, who's one of my favorites. Cool. So, yeah. So, unfortunately, we lost him. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, and, and, yeah. 45 is young. It's too young. I mean, that's like, yeah, it's too young. <laughs> Close um, to 40 myself. I'm like, that's too young. We got to get to the to the big bombshell news of the pop culture uh, world this week. Yeah, this has really been the forefront of all pop culture news. I mean, news it's, not, it's not, I mean, I, I listen to, I mean, I, I listen to a particular news show, program and uh, she's actually been focusing on it for the last two days yeah, as well. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, not to bury the lead here, but obviously Harvey Weinstein, um, uh, founder uh, of Miramax, of Miramax, with his brother, <laughs> uh, with his brother. I what's his brother's name? Bob. Bob Weinstein. Um, I mean, he obviously was. Well, Basically, they were long and the short of it. He's a, he is allegedly uh, sexually assaulted and and. Sexually harassed. Uh, sexually harassed people. dozens and dozens of people over the years. Yeah. I mean, and first of all, we, you can't minimize the impact that these two guys made in the world, in, in the pop culture world in the 90s. Um, they basically made um, uh, award season in art. Right. Uh, starting with uh, the English patient going to Goodwill Hunting and, and you know, just everything else. Pulp Fiction was a, right. was a Miramax. Disney used to own Miramax. Yeah. Well, actually, Disney still owns Miramax. Right. It's a subsidiary. Yeah. Deal. They had to leave and form the Weinstein Company. Right. But anyway, so. But what's crazy, I mean, this is the reason we have Kevin Smith in our life is because they gave him a chance right. with clerks. Miramax and, was clerks. Yeah. And so it's 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 heartbreaking. So I have a couple links in the show notes here. One, obviously, is Kevin Smith is clearly ashamed uh, oh, after absolutely. hearing this. And a dozen other actors talking about, um, you know how appalled they are and 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 really what it comes down to is just because these people are in a position of power and a position of uh wealth doesn't mean they can do whatever they want to anybody they want absolutely and um apparently he was doing this for a long long, long time. time and, and people very were, or very organized I mean, like he had yeah. assistants that were in on it and they were afraid for their jobs so of course they were do, doing but that's the power thing that's exactly. like i own you because i'm employing you so you're gonna do this for me and you're not gonna say anything yep. and why don't you talk about the, the Kevin Smith one, and then actually I want a, a story I want to tell about Seth MacFarlane. 
oh, this, which okay. is really interesting. Well, the Kevin Smith one really is is essentially that he tweeted out, you know, saying he uh he was he's ashamed and it's too bad because he financed uh his exact words were he financed do let me find the tweet. It says he financed the first 14 years of my career and now I know while I was profiting others were in terrible pain it makes me feel ashamed. So uh yeah I mean he I mean it was everything from clerks to dogma uh was uh yeah, was Miramax. The stuff he doesn't own anymore. Yeah, the stuff yeah. he doesn't own anymore, but again it's 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 really too bad. Yeah, so. it it is frustrating. The uh, the Seth MacFarlane story that I love out of this is that um you got to remember when Seth MacFarlane hosted the the Oscars back in 2013 and they were announcing the nominees which they do uh like five o'clock in the morning in January. Right. Um he was up on stage with Emma Stone and they were announcing the five uh, best supporting actress nominees. And uh and so he listed them off and then he made these the snide joke uh that um congratulations ladies, you won't have to pretend like you're attracted to Harvey Weinstein anymore. Oh. And the thing is is everybody in the audience of course knows and they knew the rumors. Right. So they're all laughing like they're correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um but of course, you know, he didn't explain what this week he came out and explained that um, a woman that he had worked with numerous times who uh, had, had done some work on Family Guy played um, the 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 bear's wife in the two Ted movies. Oh, yeah. Had been trying to get a, a role through Miramax and Harvey Weinstein had, had oh, done something. Right. And she had confided in him. And that was his way of. Of kind of fighting back, yeah, because she wasn't ready to go public about it yet, right? And so, and that just shows what what a cool guy. And so, Seth MacFarlane came out. Uh, I think it was on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. this week, telling that whole story. Well, and I think it's interesting because Alien D's right. Um, a lot of people obviously had to know and covered for him. Um, There's I, a whole rumor that uh, it was either Matt Damon or Ben Affleck had paid for a a uh, lawsuit to go away. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that might just be. There's know. there's gonna be a lot of stuff that's gonna be spinning around this for a while. When we get more, I guess, uh, concrete stuff, uh, right. we might come back to it. But, um, but really, all I really wanted to say around this is basically what Skeen said. Um, I have two daughters. He says he has three daughters in the chat. Um, these are the type of guys that scare the crap out of me. Like, I don't want my daughter to feel like she has to do stuff like that in order to, you know, get, get to where she wants to be eventually. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, absolutely. And on the, the one thing, the plus side coming out of this is that he's done it so recently that mm-hmm. this is definitely going to go in front of a grand jury. Yeah. This isn't like what we're dealing with with Bill Cosby, where he's right. done it for over 50 women and like only one is within the statute. Like, a There's lot enough of, of them. In, a yeah. lot of women can get closure with this. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. And I, and I, what I'm hoping, um, yeah, I, I'm with you too little. I hope that it doesn't come to light that, you know, some of my favorite people We're like enablers. like Kevin Smith and these guys actually knew about it and kind of turned turned oh, aside right. a blind eye, you know. So I hope that doesn't come to light. But we'll we'll keep we'll keep an eye on the story. Um, I don't want to spend all day talking about um some guy like this, but um but it's important, I think, like like uh Skeen was saying, like I just these are the type of people that need to be called out and and taken care of sooner rather than later. Right. Can't go on that long. Absolutely. You know? So all right, man, let's get to some uh, more positive things. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're into real reviews. We've got some TV news. Yeah, uh, Archer season nine, uh, Danger Island, which we got a, uh, some info on. When we were at Comic Con, which was so cool. Um, there's a I have a link in here that talks about the story and the characters reveal. I just want to read one thing on this. Um, it says, here we go. Uh, new character breakdown is this is great. 
Archer, Pam, and Mallory will be working at the resort. Okay. Nice. Archer is going to be an iPad seaplane pl- sea pilot. Mallory is surly bartender. Pam will hilariously be portrayed as Archer's bombshell high sidekick <laughs> and co-pilot. And Krieger will become Archer's smart mouth parrot. Crackers. Awesome. <laughs> and Lana will be uh, an exotic princess. Cyril, Cyril is going to be an English real estate mogul looking to buy up uh, the island land and presumably a uh, bed said exotic princess. And Cheryl will be a newlywed heiress honeymooning on the island who gets left stranded there by her husband when he catches her in bed with Archer, <laughs> which just makes a whole lot of sense. Of course. Uh, it says a fun premise, no doubt, but one that puts uh, the show itself on a uh, dangerous island of fan opinion. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but whatever, dude. Dr- Dream uh, Dreamland is cool, and I don't want to I don't want to read the other part about the story yet because I haven't finished Dreamland. I just realized on the way here, um, but I'm going to try to finish that tonight. Cool. So I'm excited for season nine. I love Archer. Yes. All right. We got a couple of casting news here. Yeah. Um, Jared has this Leto, been confirmed? Yes. Jared Ooh. Leto has been confirmed to play uh, Hugh Hefner in an upcoming film. Cool. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be early days. Will he have uh, um, the things in his teeth? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joker reference. Um, but I'm, I'm sure this is going to be Chicago days, not Beverly Hills days. Um, also, Kate Winslet has signed on for the Avatar sequels. Oh, that's cool. Which gives it a huge step up, in my opinion. So, for sure. Um, yeah, if she signed on, that means the story is probably legit, yeah, right? exactly. Uh, I mean, obviously, she has a huge history with Cameron because of Titanic. Sure, so. but still. So there's that, but still. She's not going to be like, oh, okay, I'll do this favor and play, no. do this, you know, blue people movie you want to do. Exactly. Um, We got one, not, not for sure release date, but we got a for sure year, Um, that this Fast and the Furious spinoff of Jason Statham with The Rock is going to be tw- uh, 2019. Ah, I love it. Well... More Fast and the Furious. Well, which is great because as of right now, they're doing a Fast and Furious movie every two to three years. Right. And I think the next one is scheduled for 2020. Um, so having this one come out in 2019 is great. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's get to uh, uh, Universal stuff. We've got Berlanti news. I guess Victor Garber is going to leave Legends of Tomorrow. Did you hear about this? You know. And this has to do because he's, uh, um, he's a stage actor. And yeah, he loves the stage. He got, um, uh, let, me, let me grab the play. Uh, he got a role, and people were wondering how he was going to pull this off. So he's been on Legends of Tomorrow, and I love his character. He's the other half of Firestorm, if you watch the show. Um, he's a brilliant actor. I really like him a lot. Um, he got a job, oh yeah, uh, returning to Broadway for Hello, Dolly, oh, okay. along alongside with Bernadette Peters. Oh, and the you two, can't turn down being with Bernadette Peters. Right, and so the two will be taking over for the current leads, Bette Midler and David Hyde Pierce. And given the show's production in Vancouver and the grueling schedule for filming, um, a full season of episodes, it makes sense that Garber would leave Legends. Um, the Broadway show schedule is six days a week, eight shows per week. Yeah. It's... <laughs> uh, there's no nothing else you can do if you're no. doing that. It's insane. No, because you have, you have four days of, of single shows and, and two days of matinees. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, if you're on Broadway, you're on Broadway. Yeah. I mean, you don't have time for anything else. Exactly. Um, he... Yeah, you kind of can see it's, it's an ensemble show, right? So right. the characters come and go all the time. They're adding a couple of new people this year. My concern is he, he's one he's half, half exactly. of a legend. How's that going to affect uh, the, the other half? Uh, yeah, they're going to have to ride him out somehow, or kill them off and not have Firestorm anymore. I don't know. They're, maybe have him get lost in a time ripple somewhere. Maybe, but 
the cool thing is it is a time show, so when he does get time, he can always come back. Exactly. Right? But I um, mean now on the other hand, we just started watching Orville this season. Oh, and he yeah. was in the first episode. He so, was. Yeah. You know, he could be still be doing bit parts and other things. True. Um so Justice League, tell me what's going on with that. Uh we're gonna watch the new trailer for it. Word. We haven't we have, I haven't seen it yet, have you? I have not. Here we are. Let's watch it. One job. Uh, okay, so I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, so we're gonna watch the Justice League trailer. I haven't seen it yet, um, mostly because I like watching some. of Sometimes I just like watching these things and talking about them. We usually do this during trailer time, but um, we only had you still put me off, so I'm just trying to give the people their their show. And you didn't tell me, but we still had this up, so that's cool. All right, ready? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's no Grant Gustin, but no, but it's but you know Momoa's cracking me up though. Momoa looks great. I mean, he's like he's he's quipping, he's he's flying through the air. I think my man, my man. I think that's badass, dude. That looks fun. Um, I don't know. I obviously Superman's gonna come back at some point, but uh, I like that. Um, I don't know. It just looks it looks it looks a little more fun. Than some of the other DC stuff. Yeah. Although there's obviously the darker part of it, but you know. and but see that's the thing about DC is DC is always darker than Marvel. True. Every time, and I'm okay with that. Me I too. like the dark. I love the dark. I just want the dark to be well written. Well, I obviously like the and makes sense. Been my friend for 20 years. <sighs> always gonna bring it back to that. But yes, I was right. talking about your dark hair, my man. Okay, buddy. Let's get back to this. Any other uh, thoughts on the trailer? No, I think it looks really cool. Yeah, it looks fun. Uh, boom, boom. Oh, you do see the teamwork, which, which I think is kind of cool. Um, see Cyborg helping, you know, obviously yeah. a man out of water. See what I'm yeah. doing there? Uh, fight in the air, which is there going to be water battles? Because why get Aquaman? Doesn't he have sea things to do? We'll see. Really? Really? Oh, you're killing me, dude. <sighs> Disney news. Because I can't talk to him anymore about these stupid puns. Uh, DuckTales, Baymax, and more Disney characters are going to explore the Haunted Mansion. Ooh, tell me about this. And this is a, um, this is a show. Okay, uh, hold on, let me find it. Uh, we learned that the 99 Happy Haunts are set to appear in a series of stop-motion animated on-air promos set in Disneyland's version of the Haunted Mansion, debuting on Disney XD beginning Saturday, October 7th. Which it's already passed, I guess. And the first one features the lovely Baymax from Big Hero Six, and you can check it out below. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely, I'm going to be checking those out. And I guess we're going to have Ducktales, um, and some other folks in there too. So I think that's cool. Stop, yeah. stop motion. That's badass, dude. That's going to be cool. That's a really cool way to do um, Haunted Mansion, though. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, and we got, a, we got a one be one bit of Fox news yeah, here. We've been off and on with Gambit for a couple of years now. Since we started the show, we've been talking about Gambit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but it's come out this week that they finally got another director. Oh, it's about time. Gore Verbinski. Who's that? The guy who directed the first couple uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, neat. Okay. I believe he also did The Mexican with uh, Brad Pitt and uh, James Gandolfini. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, let's see if he stays and see if the movie happens. I'm, I'm, I like, <laughs> I like Verbinski, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, same here. Um, there's a bunch of, um, a little bit of Marvel news, basically just Kevin Feige doing interviews. This all go pretty quick, but Kevin Feige says Marvel's next four movies are very different and unique. 
And well, yeah, I mean, we got Black Panther, we got right. Thor, we got Captain Marvel in Infinity War, right? Those are the next four. Yeah, what I like is what he said. Um, he said all of the next films by design have been built to be very different, to be very unique. Ragnarok, Black Panther, certainly as we get into Infinity War and even Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is nearing the end of their production period right now. All four of those movies are distinct and special, and I can't wait for people to see. Thankfully, they get to see Ragnarok starting now. Ra- and this was at the red carpet for Ragnarok. Um, I I couldn't be more excited about Thor uh, Ragnarok, mostly because it just looks like just an absolute blast. Yeah, well, that's coming up in, what, three or four weeks? Yeah. And it's, like, only a week or two before Justice League. Exactly. Um... Let's see. Oh, this I thought was really interesting. Thor 3, Avengers 3, and 4 are going to include sort of a Hulk trilogy storyline. Well, we kind of, people were wondering if Ragnarok was kind of like going to be an introduction an introduction to Planet Hulk. Right. Um, but the other thing is people were asking, like, are we going to get a um, Mark Ruffalo standalone Hulk movie? I think this is just going to be their way. Cause, this is how they're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, because they don't want to do another Incredible Hulk movie, considering the one with Edward Norton is technically within the MCU. Right. So if you do another one, you gotta, you've already kind of bypassed the whole thing. Just do it the way they're doing it. Here's, here's what Ruffalo says. He says, um, this is to uh, Cinema Blend. He says, so basically Kevin Feige pulled me aside before this and said, if you were going to do a dot, 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 if you were going to do a standalone Hulk movie, what would it be? And I said, I think it should be this, this, and this, and this, and this, and end up like this. And he's like, I love that. Why don't we do that in the next three movies, starting with Thor 3, and then when we go to Avengers 3 and 4? And I was like, that sounds great. And so we're at the beginning of this arc. So yeah, I think well, that's so That's cool. the great thing about doing all these ensemble pieces, that you can have storylines involving characters go over multiple, multiple movies. Multiple movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the way comic books work. Right. And I think that's... And this is how storytelling works. <laughs> And I just, I just like that, that, that they're going this way. And, right. um, and it's starting with Thor 3. It looks like a blast. Yep. Um, Kevin Feige also said Avengers, uh, Infinity War trailer is going to hit before the end of the year. Well, I'm guessing it's going to be on Ragnarok. Well, he just said it's going to be before the end of the year. Don't put words in his mouth. Okay. Uh, I, I would say either Ragnarok or Star Wars. Probably Star Wars. All right. What's, uh, what else? My guess is Star Wars. New Mutants is going to have a trailer. Uh, it's coming out tomorrow. Awesome. <laughs> uh, and as we're recording this tomorrow. And um, it's, yeah, it's happening at midnight tonight. Or 12.01, I guess. Uh, but yeah, New Mutants. We're going to get a trailer. Very cool. So next week we'll throw that in trailer time. Well, have you watched The Gifted yet? I have not. I have not either. So I'm going to be definitely watching that this week. Yeah, actually, um, Kate was interested in that too. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to watch that before next week maybe. Uh, and one Black Panther news. Chadwick Boseman, um, that he kind of explains why he doesn't have a secret identity. <laughs> and I guess this is on Jimmy Kimmel. And he says, you know, there's still, uh, there's a certain like fear factor that mass, uh, mass creates. And there's a legend around the character that has been created. I guess you would need, you would either have to go to some of the comic books or see in the movie, but there's an aspect of, of it that's like, this is Black Panther, this, is this Black Panther thing real? You don't need to. You don't need the secret identity because there's still a mystery of the Panthers' prowess. So I think that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. There's. I like that. There's a legend kind of around him, and so it's also very similar to like how DC deals with Vixen. Mm -hmm. It's that it's not one person. It's an inherited role. Indeed. So it doesn't really. You you can't have because you're going to have a multi hundred year old. Yeah. You got to have a. What he says, you have an aura of mystery around the the, basically pants. uh, 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 passing the mantle to someone exactly. else eventually, right? All right. So 
convention news. There's actually some convention news. Mm. Kevin Feige, uh, I think, as all these conversations were happening, was asked about the possibility of a Marvel con. Um, and as of right now, that's a noop. But I think it's interesting because they're they're kind of coming and going with San Diego Comic Con, but really their big thing right now is D twenty three. Yeah, well, I mean, lots of success with D twenty three. Yeah, well, with cons just becoming more and more popular. You can have much more targeted cons, right? I mean, like they've got podcast cons and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, you can still go and do some stuff at, at Comic Con, right? Then, what you could do instead of Comic Con in July, you can have, like, say, every April, you can do a Marvel con at the Anaheim Convention Center, it's, right? It's very similar, like they do D23, they have Star Wars Celebration, you know, right? Just do that. So, this is what he says. He says, over the years, there have been some discussions about that. I think what we try to do occasionally in San Diego, we're very proud of and think it's a fun tradition. That being said, I think Star Wars Celebration is pretty amazing. I've been to a few celebrations and the idea of doing something like that. I think we have enough content, enough fans, enough ideas that we could easily do something like that. I'm just not sure where or when. So it's not like it's something they're talking about, but it is something that has been sort of banning back and forth a little bit. Um, All right. So San Diego Comic Con news, the badge prices are out. All right. And the only reason I put these two stories in here, returning registration is, is, uh, there's some details about it, but there's no date yet. And San Diego Comic Con, um, 2018, the badge prices are out. The reason I'm putting these in here because is. We don't have to worry about either one. We don't have to worry <laughs> about it, but some of our listeners might. Yes. And do. if you're interested in coming to Puck 3, yep. or if you are, and I did send this out to some of our friends who have podcasts again, um, open, um, I think press is still open. So right. if you do a podcast, you've been doing it 16 months at least. And you have the content and you want to come to San Diego and not have to worry about badges. That's the way to go. Um, and if you want to come to Puck three, um, but definitely we'll be there regardless. We have our press passes, but the prices went up just a little bit. Um, as most things do. So the 2018 badge prices for open registration, um, they're $63 for Thursday. Um, and Friday, Saturday is 60 and 42 for Sunday. So instead of, Last year, I think it was 260 some. It's 276 with preview night. Yeah, I think it was 268. So it went up. Yeah. Bucks. Yeah. So it's not too bad. But again, um, definitely jump on, get a member ID, and um, and join us for Puck. Jump on it. Jump on it. Uh, but yeah, man, that's all I got. Sounds good to me. So anything else, my friend? No, I think that's it. Cool. Thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. Um, when you see us on iTunes and Stitcher and all that, give us a five-star rating. That'd be awesome. And um, share us when you see us. Um, the other thing, if you want to support the show, if you want to give us a buck or two an episode and get um, some extra content that we do, uh, trailer time, uh, blooper reels, and all that kind of stuff, um, you can do patreon.com slash usual podcast. And um, yeah, man. It's, it's, like a yeah, it's a it's a great way to um, get some additional content and support the show. And you can also go to audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, get a free audiobook, and that also helps us out as well. Yeah, the new Dan Brown book just came out this last week. Uh, Origin is the new Robert Langdon book, so I recommend that. Indeed. All right, man. Um, anything else? Yeah, everyone, make sure you have a fun. Yeah, have fun. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Thanks, chat room, for being there and being awesome. <laughs>